Mood.tv Hey everybody, welcome to the next installment of White Wasabi. This is episode 17. We're going to be doing as we usually do with the people that we usually do it with. EJ5000, what's going on? What it is everybody, I'm excited to be talking about episode 16 of SAO. And G-Balls Judas. EJ is always excited. To talk about whatever episode of SAO we're currently talking about. Have you noticed this? Uh, oh, oh, you noticed too? I did. I did notice this. You seem discouraged by the fact that I'm excited to talk about things. No, I, I enjoy the, f- the fact that you're excited to talk about SAO. I, I, I mean, that is kind of the reason we're episode here. Episode blank. Oh. Episode, yeah, no, <laughs> insert episode number here. <laughs> episode, insert number. <laughs> Whether the episode is good or bad, I am excited to talk about it. All right. Always. Yeah. Well, all right then. Uh, do you <laughs> want to uh, go ahead and give us the uh, synopsis as you normally do, so you could talk about this episode that you're excited to talk about? All righty, here we go. Episode sixteen, Land of the Fairies. <laughs> Azuto visits Andrew, who explains that the screenshot he sent originated from Alfheim Online, ALO, a VR MMORPG, where players take the role of fairies capable of flight. He explains that the figure resembling Asuna was spotted somewhere on the game's world tree. Discovering that Recto, the company for which Sagua works, created the game, Kazuto is convinced that Asuna is trapped in the game. Wasting no time, Kazuto logs into ALO as Kirito. He discovers that he still has the SAO game data, including skill levels and the SAO in-game item containing Yui's data. Yes, I said data and data, both within the same explanation, which he activates to bring Yui into Alfheim as a navigation pixie. Yui deduces that the game is made using a copy of SAO's servers, explaining why Kirito's statistics, a piece of data from SAO, had been carried over to Kirito's ALO avatar. Well, let me start off by saying... No. Just... No. No. They're they're fairies. Which part? Oh, Alfheim? They're fairies, dude. Fairies. They they have they have pointy ears. And not like sweet like Spock pointy ears, like with like just a hint of pointy. They have like I Yeah, they got fairy ears, dude. You know what else I think of when I think of fairies? Tinkerbell. You know yeah. who's not a real life-size person? Tinkerbell. <laughs> None of them should be like... They, they should all be ant-sized, and there should be a giant NPC that walks around and tries to kill them like little bugs because that's what fairies are. That's that's exactly what fairies are. It's not Fairyheim. It's Elfheim. So they're flying elves, which doesn't make sense, except for Yui, what are, who they, also They call themselves fairies, though. They and do. They even... Except for yeah. except for Yui, who has one of the my favorite lines of the series thus far, <laughs> where she says, "This is what I look like as a pixie." <laughs> That's because she's not a fairy; she's a pixie. Yeah, she's one of the, the, the data assist things. So Tinkerbell is actually pixie scale in the AFL world. Which did you guys feel like? First time through, again, we've we've watched the episodes now and we're rewatching. First time through, did you feel like this was a whole fuck you? Did you feel like they're like, <laughs> oh, you thought we were playing Sword Art Online? No, we got pixies and fairies now, brah. Here you go. I, I didn't know what to think. Um, <sighs> I didn't know what to think because Angel's like, when he's given the explanation to Kirito in his bar, he literally goes... I don't know, bro, because he's like, fairy sounds like a cute game. And he's like, I don't know, bro. First of all, there's PK involved, which just basically means, like, or, and then if you read the subtitles, it says PKing is encouraged, which means the game is just about killing each other. Yeah, yeah. So why design it about fairies? Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. I, well, I will say this. At the beginning, 
And this is why I started off the show with no, no, no. Because that was my original feel. Like, as soon as I saw they were, I I was like, no, just please, no. Like, I felt like like it was kind of like a slap in the face. But by the end of the the episode, I I felt the exact opposite. I was like, okay. Like, and I don't want to jump to the end. We'll get there. Because it's pretty awesome. But the really crazy thing to me was we talked about it so much for... 14 episodes like or after yui goes uh passes away and he makes the heart we're like what in god's name are you gonna do with that thing and it just happens to be there when he gets in the game and he recreates her like that that was crazy to me like the entire thing and then she starts explaining how everything's just based on sao but you're fairies like it's the same game but you're fa- but you can fly like they just made small tweaks. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. So it it was kind of like okay, yeah, Sword Art Online's over, but not really. And now you got cooler ears, and somehow the same exact black outfit for the most part. But, <laughs> but see, I took it as something special happened to Kirito because, like, one of the things was when he he still has all of his items, but they all have question marks. And one of the first things she says to him is, hey, you should probably delete all your items. Otherwise, the GM, the man, the game manager, can like start to system. detect it, and then they can come and examine you, and then they'll find everything else out. So it seems like um, Yui knows that he's not supposed to be as powerful and everything, that he's not supposed to have his attributes. Well, that from stuff SAO. shouldn't have carried over. Yeah. But she's like, nobody should come looking for you if you don't have any crazy items. Because I really enjoyed the fact that he like goes to delete all of his items, and that's like a really hard thing to do in any yeah, game. Yeah, he has You're a hard like, time. Uh, I'd have a hard time with that too. Oh yeah, I have a hard time throwing out everything. So I can understand all that stuff. Oh yeah. <laughs> but if you guys thought that was crazy, I like to zoom out a level and go to the real world. So we know that this game with this headgear just just got done, right? Where people were locked in this game and in comas. Thousands of people, right? How many thousand? 4,000 people? 4,000. 10,000. 10,000 people were in comas, okay? Now, two months later, they're letting people put these things back on? Uh, no new like, ones. Yo, they're I can't wait. To, oh yeah, because they got updated security. They they're more expensive, but they're compatible and they're with the better. old ones. Yeah, I mean, I would hope that they would would take a break for like a couple more months than two. If and 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 the, the one company that was to blame liquidated into another company. Yeah, that's not suspicious at all either. Like, come on, like, ah, uh, but. Okay, sure. Let's let's jump in on this AFLO whatever that everybody's so stoked to play because now the big difference is you can fly. Now that would be a big difference if in the first game you couldn't fly. But they're like, guys, the first one was a mess up. That was the first virtual online, and yeah. the way Agil or whatever makes it seem, there's a bunch of other um, what you call it games. Uh, yeah, no. like, totally. like there's other v- VAR sure. games. So he's just saying like this is one of the newer MMOs, and you can kill each other in it. You know, they, so I, like I it, just it like seems how they like... was treated like a like an auto recall. It was like, well, that other game might have killed you, but well, think about game. It, this probably came out during the other game, like while they were under. Yeah, they're like, true, hey guys, yeah. remember? I mean, we it's still happening. We know it sucks, but. Look at this great new product we developed that we promised that won't happen. And you could do all the same cool things. <laughs> I swear it's so much better. It's so much better. So much better. We got so these guys better. with these jackets and earpieces in there. And they're going to, like, <laughs> protect you. Get it security. Can we say you can fly? Because you can fly. Because you can fly. Yeah, that's Oh, it. sign me up, dude. Sign me up. I can fly? Sign me up. You got to be a fairy. Ooh. You get elf ears. Wait, that kind of sucks. Yeah, but you can fly. Oh, fly. That's what I was going to say, too, like, to Matt's point about getting over the fairy thing. That's what happened to me, because I was like, if being a fairy is what has to happen to have wings in order to fly, whatever. Well, actually, you're like, okay, girl <laughs> characters still have their boobs out. Okay, we're cool. Okay, fairies we're cool. Yeah. We're cool. Fairies are <laughs> Yeah, pretty yeah much. they can be fairies. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, uh, I I made a note that I thought it was so cool the bar was called the Dicey Cafe and had dice. <laughs> <laughs> so that's yeah. badass. Dicey Cafe. Um, <laughs> also, in the Dicey Cafe, if you looked at the advertisements on the wall, they had a soda that was called Nine Up. <laughs> like seven up and nine up it's too better it's it's too better so shout out too better victor borg so shout out to nine up and then i also uh what else did i write here oh so this is whenever they explain i had brought this up in the previous episode this is whenever they talk about how the game is different in how they said this game works on your physical attributes in your real life in the game as opposed to SAO, which makes it different because I guess if you're more physically fit in the real world than in this game, your stats are already increased when you go in. And then also your skills have to be leveled up individually. Your level doesn't level up. If you want to be a better swordsman, you have to do swords constantly. It's not like your level goes up and your swords get better. So those are two big differences. We had discussed if that's the case. Like if I went in as a, as a huge fatty, would I have a disadvantage as going into you as a skinny mini or whatever? Well, what about it? I mean, would, I guess... Would, would you have, in, in LFO or MNNOP or Elfheim, let's call it Elfheim because that's the easiest thing to remember, would you as a skinny, agile person have an advantage? Because I think that's what they were trying to make a point of going into this game. And I thought that it was funny that Kirito was so skinny and emaciated and he was going into this game and he was so good at it even though they I thought that they had made a point in this conversation with Agile that it was physical as well as mental I think um I mean I th- I think that pretty much goes right out the window by the end of the episode <laughs> Um, yeah. Okay. Yep. <laughs> you know, because like, he goes in the game and he's great. I, I, honestly, but they made like, a big from point the, from of the that. first interaction. Yeah, they do. They make a big deal out of it, and then from the f- pretty much the first interaction of um any fighting. So when you see the blonde fairy and she's getting chased by the red fairies with the and then she had a little dude Leafa and like, Reckon. There's points where like you see how her skill is involved. But then there's other times where she's using these crazy abilities that are taking people down. So it, I mean, I guess she's worked on those abilities, but yeah, that's a, a great point because I mean, she's one girl and she takes down like five grown men. You know how yeah. often that happens? Yeah, it's Not true. Never. That's totally true. Yeah, yeah, but it's, yeah, okay. So, so this is another Doctor Who Who rules thing where they're like they made a big point of telling us. That it's based on your physical attributes for some reason, and then it doesn't really matter. Well, now, you may be right, though. You may go in with better stats, like when you first start, if you're stronger, you're stronger or whatever. Yeah, but like you too. said, you have to build up stuff, so it's possible she's been playing a lot longer and you know, was was much more powerful because of that. But we, we have, you know, we really don't know just yet. Yeah. I mean... And we know that Kirito kept his his levels and all his like all his stuff when he came over. So you know that's really of no help to us either because we don't get to see somebody who just first came in. Well, I also think stop looking at it so much as physical attributes, so much as like I think having skills outside, like Kirito having skills, like we you know he we knew he had skills in Sao with a sword. And then he comes out, and they show us in our transition episode there that he can bring those skills out of Sao and and still do it in the kendo match. So I think going in, you know, I think if it, what they're also trying to say is going in with some sort of ability, like if you know how to use, you know, like a a pole arm or a spear or something, then like use that in the game. Or if you know how to use a sword already, use a sword. Because those natural abilities will will help you in your your you know the instant combat and probably help you unlock those skills that you can then continue to use and practice to use and get and level up. Yeah. So Asuna in the real world can make a mean rabbit stew, and then if she goes back into Alfheim, then she can make a rabbit stew that helps her make a mean fish stew. I think the crafting is a little make... wrong, and I think you're a jerk for going that route. There's no need for. That. Hey, uh, I'm just <laughs> hey man. There's, there's I, no need for that. I'm just, uh, but yes, you know, I think I, I don't think out in the real world she can just 
touch stuff with knives and cook, no. But yes, I think if she comes back in Alfheim, she probably is a master chef. Actually, no, again, I don't know because I think that's a special thing that happened to Kirito. I don't know if it happened to everybody. Fair enough on that one. All right. And, you know, we already touched on the, the blonde girl. So one thing that I've really I, – that cracked me up, and I, I love this kind of stuff, when, you know, in a lot of anime you get a lot of comedy relief and it's and it's pretty bad because it usually goes on for a full episode or, you know, they – they screw around with like Naruto. They'll do two or three comedy relief episodes in a row. And you're like, come on, like, can we get to some action? So right before the, or in the middle of the action, we get, we get that little bit of comedy relief from uh, Kirito as he makes his, his grand entrance into the game and face plants in the middle of a fight. Yeah. And ju- I, I thought that was hysterical. Like he just, and I, I uh, love the I reason why that. too. I was going back a step further with the little kid who was with the blonde and how she looks over. Show oh. and he's like, oh, man, he's like doing well. And then he stops paying attention and yeah. just gets off. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was pretty funny. That's why I was going to say, oh, it's so quick. Like, yeah, he, he comes in, he's comic relief. And then, bam, he's dead. Back to the home point. Oh, that dude. Yeah. No, you're right. <laughs> that that was pretty good, too. I, you know what? Spot on. Because I was getting ready to be like, oh, here we go. Got to deal with another <laughs> annoying character. And then, bam, he's and then out, he and died. I was like, perfect. <laughs> I mean, I know it's just for now, but still, yeah. at least he's out of there. We don't have to listen to him for the rest of the episode. Super nerd. Recon. Yeah. Recon. We see a lot going on, so. Yeah. But I, I thought that was hysterical. He face plants, but I like the reason why he does it. He tests the limits of those wings to see how long they'll really last. Because when, when he hits the ground, they, like, they disappear. As he's hitting the ground, they're disappearing. Yeah. So he was. He wanted to know how long he could fly for, and then was just like, "Okay, <laughs> I'm just gonna tank now." It was a fun scene too. It, it was like reminiscent of Never Ending Story to me. It just he was, he was just exploring these wings, but at the same time, I was like, "Couldn't they could have been like angel wings or bat wings or they're just fairy wings, man?" I'm trying to be like, "Yeah, Kitty Toe." Fly with those fairy wings. I don't know. I, I guess. I, I guess mean, it's I'm... one thing to be able to fly. It's another thing to flutter. <laughs> exactly. Nailed it. That's the thing. They don't flutter. I just, I think I just started instantly taking the wings out of my eyesight. I'm just like, I don't see wings anymore. I just see flying yeah, people. I, I, it's like Dragon yeah, Ball Z I... now. It's like, I just see them flying. That's beautiful, Greg. I've just, uh, that's a little, it's a little too new for me. I have to get used to the fact that people have different types of wings and all types of wings are okay, but you know, I, See, I'm I tolerant. Said, I'm wing tolerant. I, I said just, fuck uh, wings. Just give me time. I said fuck <laughs> wings, all right? Unless they're hot. I said, I mean, all people are the same. Doesn't matter what kind of wings. No, yeah, that, that has nothing to do with wings. I'm saying get rid of the wings <laughs> from your brain. There are no unless wings. Unless they're hot. Like, just like in, in the Matrix, there is no spoon. There are no wings. Uh. They can just fly. Just like, spoiler alert to an episode or two from now. We learn he has a little controller in his hand. He doesn't need it. It's like not having a spoon. So what do you guys think about the controller now? Do you like it? It's pretty fun. I mean, he was wondering how else he would fly. He was like, do I have to flex my back muscles? It fits pretty well in my hand. I mean. <laughs> you got one of them? You got one of them nerve gears? Oh, you're not? Yeah, you're not playing the game too? Yo, son, I stopped playing Rift. Do you guys still play your MMOs? A little tangent? No. Nah. I'm still playing my MMO. Yeah, I stopped playing Rift a long time ago. I just, uh. I just lost interest. I guess if you do have multiple people playing, then you keep up with it. But I was just like, eh, I'm riding my horse. I got a carrot dragon or whatever. I'm good. I don't know. <laughs> I lose interest in these things. Sounds like yeah. an awesome game. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I, it's, uh, I'm kind of fickle with my video games. But actually, what I did do is I ordered for my Wii, I have a Wii, I ordered the classic controllers that you can hook up. And so I've been uh-huh. playing, oh, nice. yeah, the original Kirby for Nintendo, which is badass. Oh, so oh nice. And then I've been playing That's through fun. the original Mario 64, which is like the hardest freaking game on the planet. The, like, that camera blows, man. Like the original Mario 64, like the first 3D one? Totally. Yeah. Yahoo! Yahoo! Yeah, it's, I never, I I never had that. it. They were first time around, but I seen people play it, and I was like, so I never hard. liked it. I think I, d- I don't think I beat it until college. You and by beat it, I n- I know what you you mean. Like, 
beat it. Like beat went it. through and like got all the stars on every level. Yeah, exactly. Because you can beat that. it. I'm sure anybody could. But I'm. That's what I'm trying to do too. I'm trying to like get 101 stars, and it's yeah, it's a tough game, man. It's not easy. But that's cool. That's so cool about the Wii. They have like all the Mega Mans. They have all the Mega Man X's. And, uh, you know, you can play them on your TV, which is cool, instead of having to do it on the computer if you're not into that. Though Steam has a pretty wicked computer uh, controller out right now that I think we should all buy ourselves. Steam controller. Steam, give me money. Best friends with Netflix, give me money. <laughs> we'll call it Steam Flicks. Just give us money from both. <laughs> I want to control my Netflix with the Steam and then have them give me money for doing so. Oh, nice. Yeah, that I think that does that. That should do that if it doesn't, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be a great business model. Great business models for you to make Steam with Netflix. <laughs> yeah, speaking of business models, this may be a good time to take a break. This is break time, so let's do it. Wasabi, where we talk about anime and some other stuff. <gasps> let, let me come in again. Sensei chuckles. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just had us talking about cracking up laughing for no reason in two episodes and we ago. And cracking there, up laughing there for no goes. reason. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. All right, so we were uh, we were talking about uh, Kirito making his entrance into the fight, uh, face planning, and in in true Kirito fashion, he gets up and like as if there isn't anybody even there watching him. He's just kind of like, <laughs> that was funny. Like he like just completely shrugs it off. Like, oh, that's how long the wings last. Like whatever. And they're like, you better get out of here. Uh, you know, blah blah blah, and. I guess because his level's so high, like he just tosses that dude. Like the dude, he straight up catches him, catches a spear. Yeah, he catches the spear and throws him by his own spear. That was that was pretty boss. Yeah, into like that, another that, guy, that, and then kills them both. And yeah, the catches well, then the he spear. Asks, then he stops and he's like, "Excuse me, do you mind if I take these guys out?" Yeah. Yeah, and then she's like, "Yeah, I guess." The subtitle. The subtitles. He's literally like, "Pardon me." Yeah. <laughs> Do you mind if I take these guys out or if I kill them? Because that's the best part, too, is they have no problem saying, like, oh, I'm going to go kill that guy. Yeah. Since that's what you're supposed to do in the game now. Now, we've, we've talked about my, my number one favorite finishing move, which we've we've seen Kirito pull off already. The punching somebody straight through their chest and killing them. Hmm. Like he did to Kakuta Blakuta. Kakuta Blakuta. R.I.P. Here, he pulls my second favorite anime finishing move the i'm gonna take like a semi-deep stance with my sword behind me and then i disappear basically because i i move so fast i disappear the guys i'm fighting go holy crap where did he go he ends up behind them and they don't even know that they died best move best move ever just you uh, in bleach they do it they call it a flash step Every, a lot of different anime, uh, uh, what you call it, um, it's a little bit different in Naruto, the flying uh, Raijin, yeah, the fourth Hokage uses it, but he, he, it's a, like instant transmission, Gregoman. Yeah. So it's, it's more like that than moving really, really fast, where you actually teleport from one, one place to another, but... Which is crazy because, as we know, you can't do that in this game. So he's literally just that, that fast. fast. Yeah, it it's badass. Yeah, and it's instantaneous that he he learns that he can do this. I mean, he just got on. He just got in the game. He just learned that he can yeah. carry over things. So he's really just like exploring his powers, which is pretty. I badass. would say that's that's him testing it out right now. He's just yeah. testing the waters. But I thought, 
I was thinking psychologically where it's like he just got out of another game where he lived for two years and he has he's been having these nightmares about the game ending. He jumped into this new game and in this new game it's alright to kill people and he has no problem doing that. He just like just murders people. That's because we completely forgot to bring up the fact that right before he goes over to the fight, or actually right when he gets in, after he does his right-hand scroll and the no-menu comes up, the left-hand scroll has to come up in the new game. <laughs> oh, yeah. He goes and he checks the logout immediately. button. Immediately. Whew. Yep, yeah. immediately there. first thing. Yeah. So then right there, all of his... His anxiety is gone. Everything's gone. Now but how like, quickly? Kill people. So, I mean, he's so worried now that he's out of the game that he's having dreams, but he gets right back in the game... I'd be checking that. I would have been. I check my cell phone probably I mean, seven thousand times a day because I might. I miss still a text think it's crazy that he he's put just the nerve like, gear all right. On. I'd be checking that menu. I think it's crazy that he put the nerve gear on. Period. Yeah, that. Yeah, that they, did, totally they do give one. like a, a a cool scene of him kind of looking at it, debating whether to do it. Well, and he, but then he just kind of jumps right in. He's a typical lovesick teenager. Like he's like what? Even if she's not in there, I'm taking the chance. Like. I that's think the that's only way he's the story they're trying now. to push. Yeah, they're trying to be like he loves Austin exactly so much it. that. But I mean, it doesn't. At this point, it doesn't come off that strongly. But I think that's what. Well, it's Well, you know to be. what? I kind of got. I, I kind of got this a little more from from it than than you know him. Once he's in there, what I got the sense of was he felt he was in that same environment basically for over two years, trapped in it, but. That's what he was used to. It's only been two months. So the real world is is weird to him still. So being in there must feel like being home. Like it must feel natural to him. Which is even True. why I thought it was funny that he was so quickly used to killing people. Because he was used to being in the game where he couldn't kill people. And he's like... Yeah, but he wanted to the whole time. Oh, log out button. Let's murder people. <laughs> That's the gamer in him. He's like, what's this game about? Killing people? All right. I get to mark people. Sweet. And he came to the game as a gamer. Like all that stuff we were explaining, like how good he was and how he's exploring it. It was really cool because instantly he was supposed to fall with his own people, but he didn't. He fell through some weird cloud and he ended up in the woods. Yeah, that was weird. But then he found Yui, which was a weird, cute scene that was typical of a Yui scene, which is bonkers. And but he really treated it like a gamer. He's like, What do I what can I do? How do I do it? Let me try some things out. He tries, starts flying around, and and uh, goes and murders some people. <laughs> <laughs> Trukirito fashion. Uh, I love it, man. Now, as we know who Leafa is, right? What are the odds? What are the odds? He would fall through this cloud, then he would zoom over to land next to Leafa. What do we... I don't know who Leafa is. Okay, well, what are... Uh, we don't know who Leafa is. Spoiler alert. If you can read into it, we don't know who Leaf is. That's true. We don't know who Leaf is. Okay. Well, how about that? Sucks. I don't want to like talk forward, but we have seen the episodes and we're looking forward and back. And this coincidence is a big fucking coincidence. <laughs> Huge coincidence. Yes. But I mean, you got to assume I, that there's at it, least ten thousand people in this game too, right? There was ten thousand in Sao. I, I have a theory to talk about, but you can't even talk about it right now because it's, again, based on everything that's ha- that happens. Servers, location, what do you think? Let's just say that. Let's no. Be, we can be vague for a second. No. I, it's not it's – not, um, I don't know how to be vague about my what my thought is. You were vague about that thought. You were vague. <laughs> that I was, was very, very vague, vague about that Way thought. Go. But like, I can't get, I, any, if I, <laughs> if I go any more into my thought – it goes from vague to like basically nailing it on the head because I don't even know how to. I think I'll try saying to think about it, but I don't know how to not be vague about that thought might be the vaguest sentence though of any <laughs> sentence you could possibly come up with. It, it's pretty vague, yeah. <laughs> it's the most vague, if you will. That's in my wheel, wheelhouse from now on. <laughs> <laughs> well, f- that shit and. <laughs> Uh, Doesn't change my thought. I can't. I can't talk about it. So the episode really. uh, What do you guys think about these guys' armors? These guys' armors. (laughs) Awesome. Except I I don't like. I mean, no, they're 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 pretty badass. I love how they throw like the henchmen who don't have armor and they just die instantly. Yeah, but like I was talking about before, or at the beginning of the episode, 
I was like, no, fairies, just no, please no. <clears throat> and then we end up with dudes who are in full fairy, like, armor. Like, they look kind of badass, like, totally. with lances and, like, shooting flames and shit like that. Like, I, I was like, all right, that picking it up a little bit. And then Kirito busts out my second favorite move ever. And I was like, all right, I guess I can completely look past the fairy thing <laughs> like that. Yeah. You sold me. Um, okay, cool. Done and done. And I think an, a note is that one of those red guys had a name. Only one of them, but I think we see him. I don't remember. I didn't write it down, but he, there's it one named guy. One through five, it was the named guy. Totally. The named guy <laughs> is named for a reason, as usual. So remember the name that he I He also had slightly less of a face mask, so you can see a little bit more of his eyes. Totally. Than the other armored guys, you know. So you can give like some sort of recognition. You could see more more of his shifty eyes. <laughs> and you'd know it was the dog that did it because of his shifty eyes. <laughs> Gregorman? Simpsons references all day. All day. I have a great I have a great line notice here. Do you guys remember any great lines from these guys? This is on par with that teacher bitch. Um was it did it have any Oh shit. He says something like Oh, it's a girl. We haven't fought one of them in a while. Let's just kill her. Oh, man. That was pretty much... <laughs> That's spot on, dude. He's like, give us. He's like, leave all your money and, and we'll leave you alone. Yeah, we haven't fought a chicken forever. Come on. Let's waste her. <laughs> exactly. Let's waste her. Yeah, let's waste her. I think, I think in the subtitles, he might actually say killer. How amazing is that shit? And that's why I'm thinking, because I remember reading it. You know? He, so leave your money and stuff and, le- and we'll leave you alone. Wait. No, you're a girl. Let's just kill her. <laughs> See, now this, this I thought was great because this seemed real world to me. Like in the, in SAO, you didn't really have a real real world situation because people could die. Except when he talks to that teacher bitch. Yeah, that <laughs> shit was insane. Like that guy. So now now we're in a game where if you die, you can come back. It's just a game. And, it's just a game. And, and that comment is not even that weird for that kind of world. <laughs> I mean, because it's kind of neat now because we're in like actual internet culture where people say everything. And so I was waiting for it. And it's interesting to see how far they'll push it because now now that we're in an actual game scenario, we think it's no holds bars. That, that's that's PC for, for this world. That teacher bitch would have been PC for, for this world where we're talking about people. So... I, I, I don't. Th- I've seen <laughs> newsflash. This episode never drops the N word, <laughs> but I'm just saying the internet is a terrible dark place whenever you're playing games. <laughs> and now that we're actually in a real game scenario, you would so expect to it's hear a good some thing that Kirito has Agil's copy of Alfheim. Otherwise, there may be other racial slurs being slung around. I'm just saying, in real world, like you go online, you're gonna hear some shit. You know. <laughs> You play Halo or, or oh yeah, Dragon Veil. So <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yo, I crap on little kids' hearts all the time. No. I hate when little kids beat me, and then I talk down to them. So that's I kind of thought <laughs> I kind of thought that whenever I saw this scene because I was like, oh, we're in the real world, and this is guy's like, yo, I haven't kicked a girl's ass in a while. Yo, let's do it. Let's just like slay yeah, some let's chicks. Just, just, let's waste her. <laughs> yeah, let's waste her, brah. So that was funny. It is I don't good. know. And then the episode, I didn't like the cliffhanger end of it. I thought that was, like, pretty lame. But it, it, it left me wanting more. Doesn't it just end? Like, when he's kicking ass? Wait, yeah, it just yeah. ends. You're like, you get nothing. You just... It's like, I could have And you're like, wait, it's over. It's pretty good, man. You get all the way to that point before you realize Whoa. it's over. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Do, do you like my teen girl Japanese singing? So we skipped over. There's a little bit of Sugu in this episode, isn't there? No. Yes, there is. Oh. Okay. It's important because Sugu is new and they're trying to, they're pushing something with Sugu like they're pushing something with Asuna. And we get it in a much smaller time frame because, spoilers or no spoilers, because she's really freaking important. And so. Right after he goes to the Dicey Cafe, he goes home. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. And oh, Sugu, yeah, okay. the 
12 to 14 year old is like cute, sexily staring off, thinking about how embarrassed she was that she's attracted to her brother slash cousin, right? Oh, that she slept in his bed. We forgot to mention that in the last episode. Oh, that was kind of a big deal. And there was like a weird cleavage shot in that too. Yep. And oh, then she woke a, up and there was two or didn't three. Didn't realize she was in shots. there and then ran away. Yeah, that was. Super yeah, and that's a whole thing. That's a whole thing. I the liked whole it. Japanese sexualization of tweens versus <laughs> the American sexualization of tweens, even though we pretend that we don't. Like, if you watch the Disney Channel and then you remember where. Oh, I love the Disney yeah, Channel. I mean, you like the WB. It's like Disney <laughs> Channel. Creepy. It's like baby Disney Channel is WB or other way around. And then it goes. <laughs> But you get your Christina you Aguilera. Graduate to the CW. That, okay, that might be that might be one of the funniest things <laughs> I've ever said in my life. Yeah, funny and true. You're not hiding nothing by that laugh, Matt. <laughs> yeah. But so this, <laughs> as he shifts uncomfortably, uh, ooh, ooh, tough room. <laughs> no, come on, guys. <laughs> no, but that's where uh, Miley and Brittany and Christina. And Ugu Baba and Shlubadobo. That's where they all came from. And so the same thing. Uh, oh, it's a hook. Dude, it's a hooker factory. We all, we're all yes. aware of this. But so as we're here, it's like this covert thing. And other countries, they're more open with it. We're like, yeah, that 14-year-old girl is going to grow up to be hot. And she's coming of age. So whenever you see it in a lot of these anime, it's not as weird or as dangerous as you think, I guess. I don't know. I mean, because it happens all the time. Like, have you seen Kite? The movie, uh, the animated show, the animated movies or the live action. Yeah, check it out on Netflix. The live action one's kind of terrible, but it's worth watching. But that was a great anime from the 90s where it's about, uh, like, a, a schoolgirl age girl who not only, she kills everybody who's raped her. And it's, you know, it's one of those things. So they they definitely... Ex- oh, oh, one of those? You know, one of those, one of those the, the age-old tales. You know, it's one of those. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, you know, you put a stocking under your bed and Christmas time, and you shoot the people who raped you. I think I've seen that in several black exploitation films. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but those are things that they tackle over there. Where in a world where a woman was scorned. <laughs> oh, speaking of weird shit, that's another one I do recommend to any of the white wasabiers. <laughs> Kite. It's called Kite. There was a manga first too, and just like with Yui's revenge, where Yui's or uh, Yui's heart, they put Yui into these earrings or into this necklace. In Kite, the guy that kills the girl's mom takes or the parents takes their blood and puts them into these earrings that she wears throughout the entire series. And the guy that gives them to her is the guy who actually killed the parents, even though he pretends that he was the one who saved her from the killer. Oh, it's great. Kite, check it out. I'll, I'll post that. Let in me the... get what you're doing right now. You're you're taking nice little innocent things from SAO and telling us about these terrible, horrible things in this other show. Oh, yeah. No, it's totally I'm turning innocent. a nice girl's soul into a necklace or I'm turning the victims of some small child and her parents into earrings of blood. I mean. I killed them. If you want to get into a debate about what's. They're philosophers. <laughs> G-Balls, they're philosopher stones. <laughs> they're all philosopher stones. <laughs> that makes way more sense. Do you think that a parent's blood diamonds are worth more than a young girl's soul diamond? Is a, a debate we can get into at another time, I guess. But uh, I mean, yeah. if they're philosopher stones and you're trying to get your brother's body back, then I guess it's okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, that it could be all right. <laughs> Uh, I think I was talking. Well, I was talking about Sugu somehow in there, wasn't I? Is that how I got on all that shit? Yeah, you're. There's a Sugu up. You said Sugu was yeah, in it. Yeah, because she fell. All. She fell asleep in his bed. Yeah. And then, well, that was last episode. But then she, yeah, he comes back and she's laying there all weird, thinking about him. Yeah. And then freaks out and, and chokes and on a muffin. That's and... what happens. Yeah, chokes on a muffin. Exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah. And there was some fun Japanese <laughs> versus. Uh, or the the dub versus the subtitles in there too, where it was like he's like, "You're so silly." Versus what it was another one where he was like, it seemed frustrated. Versus he thought it was he he was like he was like, "Stop being yeah, an idiot." Yeah, the, the, those muffins aren't going <laughs> anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what? <laughs> 
So we've all seen this season at least. Sensei, you've seen season two completely as well? Yeah, but to be honest with you at this point, I I watched them way back uh, before they were on Netflix, and I they were all subtitled. Everything was Japanese with subtitles. So I don't. I mean, I remember a lot of what happened, but I not necessarily the order it happened in, and like there, there's a lot of gaps. So I'll very much be rewatching them as we go here. Like, and a lot of it's going to be well, new fresh to me. time, first timer. Try to think of it that way. What's going on? Where do you think we're at? Where are we going? Uh, well, at this point, I, the thing that I would expect to happen next is him to do whatever he can to get to a level to where he can get up to where this bird cage that they think Asuna is at. So I think we're we're going to see some adventures here where he's he tries different things and fails, and he starts to learn the new areas that he's in and and his and you know learn his surroundings and and start figuring shit out and doing it quickly cuz you know he's what has he got a day or, no he's got a week before she gets married or whatever so he's got to wake her up quick yeah that's something that we really didn't yeah. talk about too much the urgency of the whole reason of him going into the game like it's cool that he's learning the game. He's excited yeah. about it, and it's pretty, and we're supposed to be kind of impressed by that. But also, he's in there for a reason, because which I thought this was funny too. Uh, at the beginning of the, I'll, I didn't mean to cut you off, Greg. I want to, of course, I want to get your impression. But Agile, Agil sends him a picture in the first place of Asuna, and he's like, "Check this out, brah. Come talk to me in my bar, right?" Mm-hmm. Right. That's how the whole episode starts. He gets there. And Kirito's like, what do you got, man? How's it going? He's like, I'll check out this game. He's like, cool, cool game. And then he shows her a picture of Asuna, and he's like, oh, I didn't even know about a picture of Asuna in the first place. That's how the episode starts. Now, uh, Greg's using his memory trap again. Uh-oh, don't, uh-oh. We have to watch the beginning again. Yeah, we don't have I don't to watch know. the beginning. I, dude, he I don't think say he that. says I mean, that he happens. does, but not in that order. No, totally. No, it's not like he doesn't know, though. He's like, it's, hey, what, what, you know, why'd you bring me here? And he's like, before I get to that, let me tell you about Alfheim. But then he and shows... And then he tells him about the game. And then at, afterwards, he's like, the reason I showed you all about this game is because here's the, here's the real picture of Asuna yeah, that I got. The picture and that I already sent you. the reason I told you. you is because it's from this game. But also, he already sent him that picture. Yeah, but now he explains... Yeah. Where it came from and why, like where? It, yeah, where I she think is. it's pretty interesting and dramatic. It's just how, an ass how Agil is. Yeah, like, it was dramatic, of course. Yeah, he's like, here's the big reveal. Here's like, here's the picture. And then I don't know. I just thought that was yeah, it's kind of a dick move, is what it is. Hey, Agil's a dramatic guy. And like, if you're gonna send me an email, you took the time to send me an email. Maybe you can, you know. Okay, so what's more interesting more for you as a viewer? Kirito walks in there and he's like, "Here's that picture. She's in this game." Let me tell you about this game. Or he walks in there, makes a joke about how nobody's in there, and he's like, yo, my bar's hopping at nighttime. It's during the day right now. And then he's like, so why did you know? So tell me about this picture. And he's like, hey, wait a second. First, let me tell you about this fairy game because you a fairy and you can kill people. And he's like, oh, that's cool. Fairy game and you can kill people. Now, why were you telling me about the fairy game with the kill people? Because that's where Asuna is, son. Yeah. Oh, that's what we think. Yeah. So which one was more interesting? I did it twice. <laughs> to be fair, one had an awesome, awesome shh, accent. Shh, shh. Which one's better? <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking, you do that you do that well. Um Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. So it was just a it was a cartoon thing. They got it's a exposition. Yeah, it was a good way to do a lot of exposition like they have done in other episodes a lot less interestingly. Like that was at least a cool way to do it. They're like, you know, Agil's he's he's down with the swish. Let's have him talk for he about owns five a bar minutes. that sucks during the day, but it's hopping at night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's cool. What's his real name? Anybody get that? Because his real name is like really cool. He's got a cool real. Where they said it in, I think, the last synopsis for the last uh, episode. I'll check it out while uh, at the very I end. Think you're I right. forget. 
Because, I, yeah, I remember hearing it, and I don't remember it ever being said, though. Because like, I don't remember him saying that in there. But it said it in the synopsis, no, and I was like, no. oh, cool. I think it said he at the end of it, because it said he got an email from blank, and they said his name, but it was Agil. I forgot to do it last episode. Uh, if uh, anybody out there is listening, you need to be watching Young Justice on Netflix Pay Me. You need to be watching it. Go watch it a thousand. You can watch it like one time or like a thousand times because we need to run up the numbers so we can get a season three and the show is amazing. You will love the shit out of it, I promise you. And even, check this out. Back to back to our regularly scheduled program. I want to I wanna pitch in with that one. Like Even if you don't have the time to watch it now, just put it on so it gets the numbers up. They'll make a new season, and then whenever you have time to watch it, you can watch it. Like even if you're like, I don't want to watch it. Quit pressuring me. Just watch it. Just put it on, and then at least it'll be there for us to have it. And if you hate it, when you go back to watch it, who cares? Because then you don't have to watch it. But as long as you do it now, you will have the ability to watch it later. Exactly. Because what if you love it? Totally. And then all of a sudden, you love the first two episodes, and you're like, why isn't there the third episode? And it's like, oh, well, because you didn't fall asleep and put it on when you fell asleep at night so that it played through automatically four episodes before turning off automatically. And then you can go back and watch them again later on. It, it's it's just science. It's really it's just science. It's really science, yeah. It's, it's, it's all about neutrinos. Too, too much logic. It's, it's too much logic. Stop. It's an overload. And speaking of logic... Egil's name is Andrew Gilbert Mills. Yep, that's it. Not nearly as cool as I thought it was. No, AGM. He runs a shop called the Dicey Cafe in real life. Um, he was a veteran axe wielder and a merchant on the 50th floor. Yada, yada, yada. I'm on one of those several sword art online wikis. There's a lot of them. Mm, bing, bang, boom. Yeah. Egil. Egil. Right. Yes, yeah, so she's in a birdcage. Huh? <laughs> yeah, birdcage. It's a nice choice. So I, you know, I yeah. First impression, I, I was hey, really spoiler alert really? for everybody. It's actually a birdcage. It's a birdcage. <laughs> I was like really bummed whenever I saw this episode. Right now, you're like, yo, around. that really looks like a birdcage from this distance. It's actually a birdcage. It's cage. a birdcage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hard hitting spoilers. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. From I, I'm really from this episode watching it through the second time, I'm like really excited to watch season two because they do enough to make the Elfheim thing cool, but at the same time I could have I'm ready for I'm ready for what I've been spoiled with the little bits about season two. I think that the next game is cooler and I can't wait to get there. Like, this is neat, and it's fun. Flying's cool, I get it, but... See, I'm excited for this because it's like... It's basically like a reset of the first part of the season. Except, A, we know that we only have X amount of episodes to get to the end. So where we didn't realize we were getting to the end of something on episode 14 when we did. it This is like that. And then we don't need all that extra emo kirito building and all that so we're gonna basically get right into the meat of the story of what he's doing there and what he's got to do so i mean i feel like it's just gonna be almost like a truncated faster version of the first half of the season yeah right on right on with With fairies fairies and flying yeah and pixies and you only one just yui (laughs) One Yui, just one pixie. They have a tri- there's like tribes or there's nine different. Was it nine different? Nine different like nine different so war factions. Detail because I mean that's as a show can do. It's it yeah. either matters or doesn't matter, <laughs> and it kind of matters a little bit. There was there was nine different ones, and he picked the one wearing all black. Yeah, totally. Like, of course, yeah. he picked the one that looked the most emo. What do you? I mean, I would have did the same thing. I would have picked the one that was the color that looked the coolest to me, which probably would have been the black one. I mean, uh, I probably would have went with the coolest looking one. Which would have been what? That's I don't what know. Saying. For me, I usually Bright go with the big orange. guys. There was like a big guy in like the background who was like all smiley and huge. Yeah, probably would have ended up going. Well, with they that aren't guy. they? Uh, yeah, they're random based upon your physical attributes, but random 
Ugh. Well, no, the character's completely <laughs> random, which is why I think it's hilarious that he came crapped into the game looking like Kirito. And how, uh, spoilers, you're like, how, c- come on, Leafa, really? Because don't they not know for a while each other? Both of them don't know for a while? Well, no, no. Spoiler alert. I think she knows right away because, like an idiot, he has the moment where he's creating his character and they're like, select a name. And he's like, flashes back to the guy, like, remembering that his name yeah, is Kirito. Like, think, yeah. And you think for a second he's going to change his name and then he doesn't. Yeah, because he's, like, trying to prove a point or some <laughs> shit to Sugo. 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 Oof. Trying, people. Trying. Yeah, because F him, man. He's so odd. Yeah, and we're not even thinking about him. And then all of a sudden Kirito's like, wait, let me flash back to the creepster real quick so you don't forget how creepy he was. You got Amber, Silver, Orange, Polka Dot Alert. You got all them alerts. Oh, wait, what's that silly asshole's name? Scarelli? Who's against against Wu-Tang Clan? (laughs) Uh Yeah. Yeah, Shirelli. Shirelli. The guy who who bought the Wu-Tang Clan record. Yeah, oh, I totally was like, dude. "Oh, the farm, the farm, bur- farmer bro, bro pharmacist." Yeah, I was or like, "Yo, that's who this guy is." He's, he's like, he's like, Colbert played that guy in a made-for-TV Lifetime movie, but in every positive way. Yeah, I mean, as a compliment. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> so oh, before last episode, since this, uh, since we're now at the uh, wrap-up section of our episode, did you guys see Deadpool? Oh, yeah. Yerp. Would you like to opine on that? Uh, it was exactly yep. as I had predicted. I have not seen it. You guys have seen it. Is it everything that the previews – is it better than what the previews? I'm not impressed with the previews. I think I think it looks cool, but the previews are all from one scene in the movie as far as I'm concerned. Uh, do, I thoroughly enjoyed that movie. Thoroughly. I think you'll understand why you see all those scenes when you see the movie and the layout and how it unfolds. Um, yeah. but, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Cool. I did enjoy it. Coolest name ever. Entertaining. Friggin' hilarious. Hysterical. Best opening credit sequence Captain ever. Captain Deadpool. No, 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 no just, just Deadpool. Just Deadpool. <laughs> I hear it feels familiar and, but good. Like, I hear it's good, good. It's kind of what you, what you want oh, it to be it, it and felt, it's good. It felt pretty good. It's it's got a very basic story, uh, like the overall story, I should say, like you know yeah. what drives it from beginning to end. But you know, it's really yeah. cool. I think how they did it, and I listened to something. Actually, it was uh, I listened to the only podcast about movies, Deadpool today. And those um, guys are good, man. Oh, nice. Yeah, I, I went back and out. found that one because I was curious since I just seen it. And uh, you know, it, it is very a very basic idea, but they the way they roll it out. They explain it as I think very well when they say they smash you right away with Deadpool instead of giving you like thirty to forty five minutes of backstory before you ever meet Deadpool. You know, so they it, it's it's yeah. really interesting. I think or not really interesting. It, it I think it's well done how they kind of come into it. Plus, again, I repeat, best opening credit sequence ever. Oh cool. yeah, well, I look Fantastic. forward to. I mean, I'm I'm planning on checking that out, and that's hey hey Greg. Greg, do you remember who directed it? Um, was it some crybaby? And no, an overpaid. No, tool, no, 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 it wasn't overpaid. Who tool. did it? Produced by a bunch of asshats. <laughs> yeah, uh, Ryan Reynolds directed it. He didn't direct and, it. And the, yeah, he did. Or no, produced it. it. Sorry, that it was produced by oh, that's what the, an overpaid gotcha. tool, nice. and it was Ryan nice. Reynolds starring the the most handsome actor in the world. <laughs> um, yeah. So I love when he gives himself a shout out. He's like, uh, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds didn't get this far to, on his acting merit yeah. or some shit like that. Nice. <laughs> on his acting I will method. say stay for the after credit sequence. And I'm pretty sure you'll understand oh, yeah. why I'm extremely excited for Deadpool 2. If you remember back to my days of comic books and my character. He's coming. Deadpool He's part coming. two? Yarp. They're doing it. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah! Oh cool! No, I had oh, no yeah. idea. That's cool. Stay for the after credit sequence though, because my guy's coming. He's gonna have his day. Nobody will know who the fuck he is, but I don't care. Well, how about you tell us now? Because I don't know what the fuck you're talking about either. So he's he's a Weapon Cable, X guy, man. Who? Cable. Hey, Cable. Cable's coming. Oh. Ooh, Cable. Cable's coming. Let's see. And he's gonna be in Deadpool. 
I'd yeah, like, so oh, much rather dude. see him in Deadpool than see him in one of the terrible X-Men movies. I was going to say, yeah, but you know, uh, I, I, I just oh, get worried God, yeah. that I want to get all that stuff out of Table Sony's hands one, as quickly as possible. Autographed. But What's see, I, I, the, 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 the only redeeming factor is that this is not in that X-Men universe. There's people arguing that they're going to try to work him into it. No way. This is not the same universe at all as that X-Men stuff. And they call a bunch of times to the fact that it's not. And it's hilarious. <laughs> We're taking you to see the professor. <laughs> Which one, Stewart or McAvoy? <laughs> These, this multiverse shit gets me so confused. No way. They do that shit? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this huge, this huge mansion. Oh, this huge mansion. There's only two of you. It's like they, they couldn't afford any more X-Men or something. <laughs> yeah. uh, like crushed it like just crushed it yep yes I've, I've been reading i started reading the the deadpool comics a couple of months ago and now i don't know if you go if you guys hit the comic shops lately but like there's like six different deadpool titles right now which is you know good and bad it's it's, it's definitely a result of the movies and stuff but his character six? is always breaking the fourth wall so that's like it's true to character and it's super enjoyable for a movie audience of different ages like when you're a kid you love that shit and when you get older you still mm-hmm. love that shit you know it's awesome to just break in that fourth well it had <laughs> to happen i mean that was that was his whole shtick yeah. I, I think um from what kroll had said on the other podcast um which i didn't know they had started deadpool as just like a mercenary character and then he didn't really take off until they Worked in the whole, he's a comic book character that knows he's a comic book yeah, character aspect. Yeah. You know, and then once that happened, all of a sudden he like took off. Because I don't think he didn't come around to like the 90s anyway, so. He was, a, he was a later inception, but then yeah, it was that whole fourth wall breaking down that, that really set him apart. Yeah, it's, it's, And Reynolds is just so good at that. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he's great. Yeah, it's fun. It's just super fun. It reminds me to uh, break our fourth wall of um, our friend Nicholas Hari, who, when we were younger, read Ooh. the Scud comic book. Are you guys familiar with Scud? Scud was the disposable assassin. He's like he's no. like a similar kind of Deadpool character, but he was a disposable assassin where you would go to a vending machine, you'd buy an assassin. And uh, it was written by the same guy who wrote the Lego movie. And... That, you know, it's cool and interesting to see how someone's life journey can take them to a completely different rash uh, job, but at the same time still be so applicable because that character was just like Deadpool, just as sarcastic and witty and dark, and it's cool. It's just, it's really cool how your talents can transform to different things. So that's my non-tangential at the end of the episode. (laughs) Indeed. Ending on a high note? Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> As always. Deadpool. Oh, Two thumbs uh, up. Yeah, Deadpool, thumbs up. Young Justice, thumbs up. Get the word out. White Wasabi Pod on Twitter. Thumbs yeah, up. Yeah, hit us up. Yep. We'll do the back thumbs and forth. We like it. We like it. Yep, on the, on the Twitters. The Facebook. On the Stitches. On the iTunes. On the Moot.TV. All that stuff. Yeah, the interweb. White Wasabi Podcast at gmail.com. The outer web. For all your email needs. If you still send emails, who does that? Uh, honestly, if, if we're going to get hate, uh, I, I I would prefer it in, in email form. Thank you. He likes to categorize it. Yeah, I have a lot of filters set up. And it feels nice, like, <laughs> if someone writes a really nasty email, it's fun to repost that because it just seems more serious because, like, I'm just gonna like delete your Facebook message if I don't like it. It's different, you know. It's true. Oh yeah, no angry, angry emails. Oh man, you know what? I we should pd we, we should PDF any of them that we get and yeah, actually and put them and put them on the site. Hate emails generally will, will definitely form more back and forth than hate on other social medias. Oh yeah. Oh, without it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I, we'll, I, we, I, 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 I like composing if you take emails. The, if you take the time. Yeah, if you take the time to hate me, I will respond. <laughs> check this out. If you really, really hate me, write me an email. I'll send you my address. Write me a letter. I'll put that letter online. I'll scan that letter, and then I'll write you a letter back. There'll be stamps involved. Only if it's like serial murder letter style where you cut all the letters out of a magazine. Oh, is there another way to write letters? That's the only way I write letters. <laughs> oh, that, yeah, okay. Yeah, you're just, right. I have about 7,000 different letters from magazines cut out individually in each letter category. 
That must be one <laughs> funky typewriter. <laughs> ah, yes, you get one of the badoots. <laughs> Got him. Boo, 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 boo. Yeah. Boo, boo, <laughs> Uh, I suppose we're done boop, then. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Check us what, so, check us out on episode eighteen. Boop, yeah, right. Is that right? Is this seven? Nope, seventeen. Dude, this is seventeen. seventeen. One ahead of what I rec- what I started so recording. So we'll see you next time on eighteen. <laughs> yes, next time on eighteen. On eighteen. Next on eighteen. On eighteen. With, with no up talk next time on 18 only down talk next you bastards <laughs> and I'm done do, do, do. mood.tv I'd, 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 I'd so much rather see him and I'd, I'd, I'd.